we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for May 6, 2019. Next, I will be playing three different audio clips from recent broadcasts from Ted Brower and his son. And uh, you can find him online, Ted Brower, B-R-O-E-R. He's a lot, our, our backgrounds are very um, similar because he has his own, he actually has his own line of, of health supplements and um, he comes at it from a very similar perspective as I do, a very health-oriented and end-time current event. And for the longest time, he's been warning about Trump. Longer, you know, he got the memo on this really before I did. Oh, of course, I have been pointing out when Trump has done evil all along. But he has been pretty much adamant, I really believe from the beginning, that, that Trump was no good. And uh, now every, everything that he had, had been talking about is really coming to pass from what I'm seeing. So this is the first audio clip we're going to play, and we're going to be talking about different aspects of, of things here regarding the current events and regarding Trump. This is the day the Lord hath made, and I shall rejoice and be glad in it. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, today we have a hit, a hit, an article that hit Drudge that says the U.S. creates 263,000 jobs in April. Unemployment falls to 3.6%. Now, yeah, see, these are the the headlines you're reading on Drudge, which is really nothing more than an extension of the Kabbalists and the Synagogue of Satan. A lot of the news they want put out. I'm not saying it's all bad, but but Drudge is so there's so much garbage you have to weed through with Drudge. Let me stop here for one second, okay? Here's what's going on with this whole unemployment thing. Under the Clinton administration, they decided to change how they looked at unemployment. And people who no longer were looking for jobs or couldn't find a job and fell off the unemployment rolls were basically counted as being employed. They were no longer, no longer counted as being unemployed. They changed all that over about 20 years ago, a little over 20 years ago. And so now they are able to spudge these numbers and make everybody feel as though there's 3.6% of the people unemployed in the United States. So let's, let's round that up. So you figure you got 300 million people on the average, whatever. Give or take a few tens of millions of illegals. Let's just bump that up to about 400 million. That means because of the illegals, that's so let's true. say 4% unemployed. So that's about 16 million people unemployed, give or take some numbers. That's roughly at probably 10 to 16 million. Uh, those, are, those numbers aren't accurate. The actual number of unemployed people in the United States is over 100 million. Now, over 100 million would mean about 33, oh, 30%. If we have 330 million, roughly. Or 324. I, I I gave the number last week. I just, you know, now granted, that's what they're saying. How many people here? But they're saying 3.6 percent. The reality is, is it's it's most likely somewhere in the 30 plus percentage range range of people that are unemployed. Uh, it's about approximately a little over a little under a third of the entire population. See, anything you're going to see on mainstream news is just assume it's a lie. They're, they're all part of this plan to take away and strip us of, of everything. First Amendment, Second Amendment, and then your lives. So why would you trust them for anything? Is unemployed. And so we need to understand that, that these numbers are skewed. Now, what's funny about this is they're saying now that the average wage is almost $30 an hour. What we have going on right now, and there's no other way of saying it, we're having, we're having really bad inflation. I mean, bad. You know, housing costs are going through the roof. Food costs are going through the roof. And all of these things are happening as... Rome fiddles in D.C. and everybody wonders about who Mueller and Barr are going to be investigating or going yeah, to jail or exactly. whatever's going on next. It's all theater, all the stuff about Barr and Mueller. I told you, 
I was more convinced than ever, and everything that we had talked about, and not just me, but other um, some other ministries out there have been saying after that happened, that meeting happened with Bush Sr., when Bush Sr. died, and they all got those notes in the, at the funeral, that was when Trump and the Kabbalists and the Synagogue of Satan officially assumed essentially total control of the U.S. government. Up until that point, there had been some infighting, and I think that's why Trump had appeared to do some things that were uh, on on the, on the good side they were trying to present him in the best possible light but once they took control which was at that funeral then things started to rapidly change and ag bar was just put in there to to moderate and mediate the um the exchange of power from the bushes the obamas and the clintons in that in that um section of the illuminati because remember they're they're infighting sections of the illuminati and to transition that over to Trump and Jared Kushner and the Kabbalists, the, the synagogue of Satan that, they're, that they represent. That was when you really saw Trump, the masks coming off, and he's just been beyond, beyond horrible ever since then. He's done more uh, since that happened to, to take this country down than, than I can even comprehend. And that was the turning point. It's the dog and pony and circus shows, all it is. And we've talked about this so many times because... They want you to pay attention to the soap opera. Yes. My mom, bless her heart, she got addicted to soap operas back in the uh, 70s and 80s. And uh, she'd watch soap operas every single day. I got to tell you guys, I'm, I'm, I'm there. I'm so addicted to those soap operas, I, I can't even see straight. I mean, I just I want to make a confession. That I'm sorry, just kidding, teasing. teasing. I don't even have a TV, so it's kind of hard. But anyway. And if you try to talk to her during a soap opera, she'd flip out. I mean, flip. She'd just get mad. And I learned not to go visit her during the times when she was watching her soap operas. And I finally, I told her, Mom, I said, Mom, here's the deal. Here's what's going on with the soap operas. If somebody's about to get in trouble, somebody is in trouble, or somebody's getting out of trouble, and that's what's going to happen today. Uh, nothing else. And I said, but that's just what you... But, but. All this is bread and circuses just to keep us distracted. The sports, the whole thing with sports. And I'm not, listen, I'm not saying that, that you can't go out and you can't have hobbies. And, 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 and I don't think God wants, you know, to live like this life where, you know, we can't have hobbies. or do. But it's just people are obsessed with these things. I mean, they're obsessed with Hollywood and the Kardashians or the latest movie coming out or the latest... Whatever sport the particular guy particularly in is, is, is into and all of the things that go along with it, so much bread and circuses and distractions that keep us away from Christ and, 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 you know, it just boggles the mind. See, Satan has something for everybody and that's what, what we have to understand. It's just it was a complete and total waste of time, but she got addicted to him. Like a lot of other people, a lot of ladies and guys both who don't who work outside of the home or don't work outside who maybe they work inside of the home or whatever or they don't work at all or they work inside of the home I mean, okay I'm, I'm digging myself into a ditch with women right now women work inside of the home and so do men when they're home everybody works inside of the home soap operas are of the devil so that's what my opinion is on them a lot of times when people are working inside of the home if they don't have a regular job they stop for the regular day and they watch soap operas there I said a little better off so I don't get in trouble because it's just, you know, one time I, my wife was at a, a we're, we, I forgot where we were. We were at some place filling out an application for something. And the uh, lady who took the application was my wife. My wife put down, you know, homemaker and mother. And she goes, oh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. And, and Sharon looked at her and says, I'm not. What's wrong with you? 
I'm, I'm blessed to be a mother and a homemaker and a wife. Amen. And the lady at the counter couldn't understand it. It was so obvious that she was, she'd been programmed to believe that everybody has to work all the time. But that has nothing to do with the soap opera. Soap opera all part of the breakup of the family and, and the mom working, the dad working, and and the um, you know the state raising your kids and your smartphones raising your kids and you know getting vaccinated and going into the medical pharma cartel. It's all designed to destroy you and the family unit. That's what it's all about. Because Satan knows if he can destroy the family unit, then he's got that country, and it's pretty much been done in this country. And this is why we're so weak. And why we're so dumbed down and why we're so controlled and taken over at this point. But it started with the family unit, the breakdown of that. Um, I think in earnest when the 60s kind of rolled around, probably early 60s on, probably late 50s, that was when they really started going after the family unit. Or addictive, all right? So America and the basically what's going on in, 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 in D.C. is basically a whole bunch of soap opera nonsense is what it is it's basically another reality show that's going on and on and on and on so what we have to understand very quickly is that this soap opera <laughs> needs to be ignored and you don't need to be watching it yeah you need to be looking at the real real numbers now paul craig i, I and i have a confession to make since this happened with trump since that um happened at the at the funeral that i told you about bush senior since he signed that legislation that was going to end the end the shutdown, remember, and then that legislation included a provision, 224A, that allowed any illegal alien to come here and all they got to do is step one foot on, on our soil, claim amnesty, and they can sponsor, say they're going to sponsor an unaccompanied minor. But honestly, from what I'm seeing, they're not even holding them to that. All they have to do is claim amnesty, really is all they've got to do. And the Border Patrol ushers them in and they're invading the country. When I saw that really, really go down, it... Any hope that I had for, you know, Limbaugh or Hannity or any of these guys pursuing any kind of... Because they they ignored all that. They totally ignored it all. Initially, for the most part, Jones ignored it. And a lot of other people have continued to ignore it. The Q movement obviously ignored it. But that's just part of a, a government CIA PSYOP to, you know, dumb down the patriots and, and make them feel all warm and cozy and make Trump make everybody think trump's playing you know 5d chess while everybody else is so dumb which is the last thing from the truth when i realized that i've had more time not to say i'm not more overwhelmed than ever but i'm not even entertaining listening to like if i get in my 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 truck or whatever and go about town i'm not there's no temptation to really listen to sean hannity i know if i put it on for five it's all going to be about the Mueller investigation or how they're going to do this or how they're going to and, and all this vindication of trump most of the Christian radio is that as well. Uh, I'll hear interviews now that I normally would have listened to from people on alternative media and they'll just start on the Trump train again. I just turn it off because it's a lie. They, they're not understanding what's really going on. They refuse to see the truth. And I do try to reach out to them. And But it's it simplified my job more since this all happened. Uh, so anyway, I just want to throw that in. Rummers wrote a really good article. He says, does America have an economy or any sense of reality? He goes, we're having a propaganda barrage about the great Trump economy, or we should call it hyperinflation. We have been hearing about the great economy for a decade while the labor force participation rate declined, real family income stagnated, and debt burdens rose. The economy has been great only for large equity owners whose stock ownership 
benefited from the trillions of dollars the Fed poured in the financial markets and from buybacks by corporations of their own stocks. He goes, I've pointed out for years that the jobs markets and reports are fabrications and that the jobs that do exist are lowly paid domestic jobs such as waitresses and bartenders and healthcare and social assistance. What has kept the American economy going is the expansion of consumer debt. Here we go. Now we're on the real trick here, okay? Not higher pay from higher productivity. The reported low unemployment rate is obtained not by counting discouraged workers who have given up by not finding a job. It's also, remember, being fueled by student loans, over a trillion dollars now. These students are like drunken sailors, some of them, when they get their, when they get their checks. They're out buying cameras and TVs and, and just wasting money in bars, and just, this, this is what they're doing. This, so the yep. money is all being fueled by debt. If, do you remember the corporate money that Trump tax cut was supposed to that They had put a report the other day how McDonald's is actually going after seniors now to uh, bring in there because the millennials that are coming up are so unbelievably unreliable and they get offended at the drop of the hat because they're all entitled little millennial snowflakes so many of them not all but the majority let's face it the public school system has done a great job of ruining them and the video game mentality sit on the couch all day play video games you know um you, you know i'm entitled to this i'm into the, the public school brainwashing and the easily offended, politically correct garbage. And so what happens is is they've got this legion of, of very unreliable workers that will walk out at the drop of a hat if they get even remotely offended. These millennials, the McDonald's trying to hire. Now, McDonald's is satanic to the core. They're evil company. But they actually started then going, now they're going after seniors because they're finding that people 40 and up are the only ones they can find that actually have any kind of integrity left. For the most part. Now, obviously, I know I don't ever like to make blanket statements, but the majority. And because the people above 40, a lot of them still have a work ethic instilled in them. I know I do. I mean, I had to do all kind of stuff growing up. I worked in a lawn service from like the age of, oh man, I don't know how young I was when I first started the lawn service with my grandparents. I don't know, nine, ten. When I started, every summer, man, I was working. Like, a lot of times I go up to Ohio to visit my, my uh, grandma and grandpa and um, my mom's side of the family. But the rest of the summer, I was working in southwest Florida, in the Fort Myers area, in a lawn service with my grandparents. And I'm telling you, that is some hot, brutal work. And, I, and that's how I was. And then my dad, he made me, you know, work. I always had chores. I had uh, lawn mowing accounts around my, my block that I had growing up. Uh, I had all kind of jobs where, you know, after my grandma and grandpa retired, where I would go in uh, and I would work up in attics during the summer in Southwest Florida. I'm talking the attics in, in the summer can get up to 140 degrees, 130, 140. And I would go up there in the insulation with windbreakers on to try to keep the insulation because the fiberglass insulation will get into your skin. And, and I mean, I'm telling you, it is like the, the pores are more open in 130 to 40 degrees than you can imagine. And if the, if the fiberglass gets in your pores, it's, it's in there for days. You can't, I mean, you can wash it out a little bit, but it takes time for it to work out of the system. I worked in, um, those, those, those jobs, um, uh, alarm installation where we would put in burglar alarms I work with my dad, where we were up, we were installing, installing satellites. He had his own satellite, uh, business for a long time. And I was up in attics running cable. I was running a cable with, then he got into security cameras 
um, and I was run I was running um, uh, wiring in attics in the middle of the summer. For I mean, we're talking super dangerous stuff. You you can die. <laughs> you can't live that long at 130 and 40 degrees if you're up in there in the middle of the day. And the thing is, is a lot of times it didn't matter when you were. Uh, you, yeah, you try to get up in there in the morning, but a lot of times it didn't work out. So you're up in there mid midday when that attic has had a lot of time to heat up and it's like an oven. So that was my upbringing. And I'm not saying it was like that constantly, but I I know what hard work is like. And um, I do not think that same thing is being taught to the millennial snowflakes being brought up in today's day and age. And this is evidence where, you know, they won't work from what I've heard. And if you do get them to show up, they don't want to do anything and they get easily offended or they walk off the job. And, and I, I've heard there's huge problems from people I've talked to personally of trying to find good help because it's so hard. Um, and probably is a reason that they want the illegal aliens in so much too because a lot of times they will do the work that you know the lazy millennials won't do or are never trained on doing. And I'm not saying they're all like that, but a lot of them are, and it's all part of the New World Order plan to destroy America. Bring back to American investment. It was all BS. Yesterday, I read a report that Apple's losing a trillion dollars in market valuation because Apple is, I'm sorry, it's losing its trillion dollar market valuation because Apple's using its profits to buy back its own stock. In other words, the demand for Apple's products don't justify more investment. Therefore, the best use of the profit is to repurchase the equity shares, just shrinking Apple's capitalization, raising stock prices. The great economy does not include expanding demand for Apple's products. I also read endless store and mail closings, endless store and mall closings, losses falsely attributed to online purchasing, which only accounts for a small percentage of sales. Federal Reserve data reports that a large percentage of the younger workforce live at home with parents because the jobs available to them are insufficient to pay for independent existence. How then can they pay for real estate, home furnishings, and appliances, and the markets all be strong? It's through debt. When a couple of years ago, I wrote of the danger of jobs. Meaning they're getting the school loans and a portion, they're taking it, and they're just buying stuff. So that's debt-based spending. They're using a loan to just buy stuff, and, and that's not, it's not like they went out and earned the money. And that debt is then accruing interest, which now school loans are the biggest, I think, debt in America by far now, it's exceeded uh, credit cards and this types of things as well. Offshoring to the American middle class, states, and local government budgets, the pension funds, and idiots, critics, raised the charge of Luddite. Now, the Luddites were wrong. Now, let me tell you, let me stop for a second. Paul's talking about Luddites here. I learned about this in the MBA program 40 years ago. A Luddite was a group of people, it was like a secret society in England, and it happened during the Industrial Revolution. And when they were mechanizing, especially in the textile industry with, you know, with uh, clothes and, you know, and sewing machines and all that kind of stuff. And they were learning how to make weave garments to do machines. The Luddites would come in and they were angry. Their jobs were being taken away and they would destroy the equipment. They'd come in and bang up the equipment, throw things into the equipment, throw wrenches into the equipment, destroy the equipment, sabotage the equipment so they wouldn't lose their jobs. That's what the Luddites are. Okay, So let me give you a little background on that. If the Luddites were wrong mechanization raised the productivity of labor and real wages but jobs offshoring shifts jobs from the domestic economy to abroad domestic labor is displaced but overseas labor gets the jobs thus boosting jobs there in other words labor income declines in the country that loses jobs and rises in the country to which the jobs are offshored 
This is the way American corporations spurred the economic development of China. It was the jobs were being shipped to China far more rapidly than the CIA, Rothschild-controlled, Sabatang complex expected. In contrast, robotics, instead of displacing labor, eliminates it. Unlike jobs offshoring, which shifted jobs from the U.S. to China, robotics will cause job losses in both countries. If consumer incomes fall, the demand for output also falls, and so will, so will productivity. Robotics, then, is the way to shrink the gross domestic product. And he goes on with this article. I'm not going to finish it, but this is a really, 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 really good article. And he finishes by saying, a country, country incapable of dealing with any real problems has no future. And that's what the United States is doing. The United States is basically destroying itself by sending us. And, and John, Ross Perot warned us all back in the early 90s. He said, you're going to hear a giant sucking sound of all the jobs leaving the United States going to South and Central America and China under the Clinton administration. That's exactly what happened. So, guys, it's so very important that everybody understands who and what's going on and what these guys are doing. Okay, so we have that, and that goes on for it is about an hour, uh, I think, four to four to five days a week. It's, it appears he does about an hour audio, so one pretty much every day. I couldn't do that every day where where I, I could actually, I have to kind of, you know, save up and uh, try to get everything done one day out of the week because I'm, I'm doing the PDFs and putting all that out as well, and it, it's just a lot. So the next report from them is... And this is, again, this isn't the title of their report, but the, the what they're going to cover here a little bit, uh, this is about a, I don't know, about a five-minute clip. Trump most likely brain damage from NutraSweet and Aspartame due to drinking up to 12 to 15 Diet Cokes a day. Now, he also eats fast food pretty much every day, Kentucky Fried Chicken, and every, you know, fried, he, he puts the most amount of garbage in his body, self-proclaimed openly admitting it, proud of it, than I think any president we have ever had. So when you have somebody like that, you have to understand, you know, if somebody's like that, that is not crucifying the flesh. That is that is giving giving into every base carnal desire about what you're putting into your body. And that by itself would be a problem for me as the, um, you know, well, you know, the, the, the president of a country, but that's what he does. And, um, I don't know how many decades he's been doing this, but those types of things are going to affect his thinking and his body, whether he wants to admit that or not. Okay. So we will roll this uh, brief audio more than that right now. By the way, Trump has had enough. <laughs> we haven't had enough of Trump. He goes after Fox news analysts. President Trump lashed out Saturday at Fox News commentator Judge Andrew Napoliano, who's never been married and who many people believe is gay, after he accused Trump of obstructing justice in relation to the investigation of special counsel Robert Mueller. Thank you to your brilliant and highly respected attorney, Alan Dzerzowicz, for destroying the very dumb legal argument of Judge Andrew Napolitan. Finally, I'm quoting this. Ever since the, Andrew came out, came to my office to ask that I appoint him to the U.S. Supreme Court, and I said, no, he's been very hostile. Also asked a pardon for his friend, a good pal of low ratings, Shepard Smith. Trump wrote a pair of tweets, okay? Not only is he hammering this guy, now he's giving a confidential conversation that Judge Napolitano had with him on his Twitter. What the heck is that crap all Okay, it's, it's Judge Napolitano, okay, just to clarify that. 
how ticked off would you be if you were Napoleano and you had a conversation, or if you were a person, you had a conversation with Trump, and you're in the Oval Office talking to him, and you ask for a pardon for one of his friends, and you say no, and all of a sudden it's like, now it's getting tweeted all over the place. What are we, what are we, 12 years old? Are we 12? Are we 12? Are we 13 or 11? What are we? I didn't say I hate you. What the heck is this crap? Why in the world does the President of the United States have to disclose private confidential information on a tweet because I'm mad at you? What kind of crap is that? This is some weird stuff. It's like we've got a child in the White House. It's like he started smoking dope when he was 12 or 13 or 14 years old. Oops, I don't know this for sure. I'm just saying that. And his brain kind of seized up at that age. And now all of a sudden he's running the new world, running the free world. He kind of goes from here to there, there to here, here to there. Immunizations are bad. Immunizations are good. Get your MMR shot. Get your measles vaccine. Right. Oh, the body, I don't want it. Somebody go. Oh, I know I'm not going to do it. I'm going to tweet about it now. What the heck is this? No, because I understand before, I think Barron was brain damaged his youngest son was brain damaged from the uh vaccines and he came out against them for a while or was or was at least putting out and now all of a sudden he's done this 180 say everybody needs to get their mmr and they're good and this and that see he's totally on board now now again i don't know maybe he maybe they've put a clone in there they've got that technology guys okay and or maybe they finally Maybe they've got them under total mind control at this point, and they've really ratcheted up the control. Or maybe they've got them so blackmailed, and they do. They have them so blackmailed. We know that for a fact. And we're going to look at that a little bit today. It's not going to be an exhaustive study on Trump, but I'm going to start the information. I just can't really do dedicated studies anymore because there's too much breaking information. So I'm going to, I'm going to do this along the way with Trump and try to get to everything. And then that way it's a lot more doable for me. Dedicated studies are almost an impossibility for me anymore. My God, are we adults in the room? Who does stuff like this? So because the guy disagrees with him, or whatever, now he's got to start hammering him on tweets? Unbelievable. Austin, hope you guys enjoyed my imitation. My little voice is there. What's, what's your name? <laughs> well, I mean, one thing that we do know for a fact, that is that Trump is a huge diet cola drinker. Diet Coke. I mean, that's that's been repeated from numerous people. There's been multiple times he's had those around him as well, as far as even in photos. Um, I mean, most of the reports that I've heard, they said, I mean, he drinks anywhere from five to six of those a day. He runs off the caffeine and the, you know, phenylalanine that's in those. And we do know that, I mean, aspartame is a neurotoxin. And, I mean, it can cause all types of different cognitive disorders. It can cause issues as far as with brain function, especially in high doses. Is that what's going on with him? I don't know. But to me, a lot of the behavior we see could seriously be caused by that. And you have no idea if they're also trying to feed him as many of those as possible to intentionally make him easier to manipulate. Because that's the truth. I mean, if they, they come in there and he's got some staffer in there or he's got one of his reps in there and they're constantly like, um, Mr. President, do you, do you need another Diet Coke real quick? We got a, a brand new case on ice for you. You need one? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me one real quick. Okay, here you go. You know, hour he later. Uh, it's 12 to 15 sodas a day is what he drinks. There you go. That's, yeah. So, I mean, they didn't... 12 to 15 sodas per day. Old Trumpy's sucking down. I mean, that, that by itself, I was actually addicted to Nutrisuit at one time. And it was back in 1992. I was unsaved. I was living in Atlanta. I was um, kind of living the vain 
partying lifestyle, but I was, I was actually training for a bodybuilding show and, uh, going to chiropractic college. I had patients. I was trying to do everything. And it was, I think it was around 1992. Yeah. 92. And I did was wanted to do Mr. Atlanta cause my training partner had won it the year before. And, uh, I, I basically did what he told me to do. And a lot of the advice he gave me was bad. But one of the things that they would do is, um, oatmeal and a lot of oatmeal. And, uh, I was, you didn't want to use sugar on the oatmeal because that was a lot more carbs. So I was using like unbelievable amounts of NutraSweet on each oatmeal serving. Like I don't even know how many packets per, and I was eating a lot of oatmeal and I got addicted to that stuff. And when I was done with that contest, I can remember after stopping it and going back to kind of more the way I was eating that I went into withdrawal and I don't know what kind of permanent damage I did, but, uh, it's, NutraSweet is seriously, it's a neurotoxin. I mean, when I've read reports, if you work in one of the factories and you're dealing with, you have to be in full biohazard gear, just like fluoride. If you want to handle uh, the sodium fluoride when it's in its powdered form that they dump into the water supply, you've got to be in full biohazard gear. And even then, uh, the filtration, it can get through the filtration and kill you. So it's that bad now i'm not saying that you know obviously it doesn't kill you if you use a packet on your but i'm talking about people that work in it every day and manufacture it and um this i have a whole file on nutrasweet and this is there's just a few articles aspartame has been renamed is now being marketed as amino sweet in response to growing awareness about the dangers of artificial sweeteners why does the manufacturer of the world's most notable artificial sweetener do why rename it of course and then say it's natural. This is precisely the strategy of Anginomoto, the maker of aspartame, which hopes to pull the wool over the eyes, the eyes of the public with its rebranded version of aspartame called Amino Sweet. Over 25 years ago, aspartame was first introduced into the European food supply. Today, it is a component in most diet beverages, sugar-free desserts, chewing gums in the country's world. I mean, sugar, you know, they use all, every nasty thing you can imagine regarding in chewing gums. Um, there's a gum out there though that is sugar-free and it's natural and it's called Glee gum, G-L-E-E gum. And it's sure they have a sugar, they have a sugar version of sugar-free. The sugar-free actually contains xylitol, which is a sugar that is like, it's like sugar-free. It doesn't really have any calories. And, um, all of the other ingredients are, about as natural as you're going to get and they've got different flavors that's what i do i order it by the because i like gum i always have and i order they have little um cans you can order where there's like i don't know like 500 pieces in one of these cans and that's an alternative for you i would never do the regular I, i'm telling you if you get anything mainstream bought if you, if you use everything that they that they have out there whether it's uh soaps uh, laundry detergents, everything out there is trying to kill you, okay? Candies, gum, the, the, the sugar-free versions are always the ones that are going to try to kill you the most. Um, so, asperitine danger, urgent warning about tumors and seizures. It's one of the main things that will cause seizures and also multiple sclerosis. Asperitine consumption strongly associated with migraines and... Um, especially you know too and if you try to get off it and seizures okay it's it's strongly associated with migraines and seizures um 
this is my file on and if you want if you want this file you can just email me at the uh, contact thing and just request my a spare tame file it's also where I warn about MS because it's one of the major components in multiple sclerosis typically uh, Coke was to defend the safety of aspartame in a new ad that that came out uh, some time ago. These are just reports, different reports that that I've seen. Does aspartame multiply female MS? Meaning, does it make it worse? I guess it said women are now four times as likely to get multiple sclerosis. It started two to one, now it's four to one, and they're blaming this. Dr. Gary Cutter, professor of biostatics at University of Alabama, I evidently is they're saying it's the aspartame. Spare team, antidepressants, and Bush. And the, the Bushes were involved in bringing this to market. Um, spare team gate. When Donald Rumsfeld was the CEO of Searle, and he had a lot to do with bringing it to market, Donald Rumsfeld. Because remember, this is just a depopulation plan and a plan to dumb us down and just one of the other things that they're doing to take out our brains. Uh, toxic spare team and Graves disease. Di disease diagnosis doesn't... Okay, so... Um, Spare team may be the cause of your health problems. These are all different. Um, and Monsanto is is also uh, had a lot to do with bringing this to market. Oh, Neotame, the exciting new sweetener. The patent on a spare team has run out, so our favorite health benefactor, Monsanto, which is Monsatino, has come up with a bigger, better version. And I think that's Neotame. So it goes on and on and on the, the connection between a spare team and panic attacks uh depression bipolar disorders memory problems and other mental sy symptoms a spare team and multiple sclerosis neurosurgeons warning this whole file it's 11 pages and it's just all stuff on nutrition see these files have taken me years to compile i have hundreds of them on almost every subject health subject subject and christian subject you could think of uh and so that's what i've been doing in that way when when somebody emails me and i obviously i can't sit there and take a half hour to respond to them i'll just pop them a file or sometimes i end up sending out like eight file eight word docs to fully answer their questions and um so that's all important stuff okay so back to the report here it continues to go up from what i've heard i mean you can't you can't ingest that much phenylalanine and not have negative side effects on the brain there's no question about it yeah, phenylalanine i believe is a break uh, one of the byproducts of asperitane when it breaks down one of the components is wood alcohol which causes brain damage and then phenylalanine and oh man i used to have them all memorized but it's bad it's everything oh formaldehyde's one of them everything asperitane breaks down into is carcinogenic slash horrible for your brain it's just but it's all by design all on purpose and i don't think he is doing it all by himself i think they're intentionally bringing those to him on a regular basis trying to feed him those yes. as much as possible so they can get him to be very easily manipulated in the situation because it's like that i mean he's read his tweets from 10 years ago not 10 years ago right. seven eight years ago yeah. 2012 He's sitting there calling out big vaccine and big pharma. He's calling on everybody that's in the pharmaceutical industry to start looking into the... Do you realize like everything that I've been talking about with Trump, all the people in alternative media that still are on the Trump train ignore every bit of what we're talking about right now. They ignore it. It's, it's just, it's mind-blowing to me. Vaccines and the link to autism. I mean, this is this is not the same person that we saw five, six years ago when he started running in 2015. 
I mean, this is, this is not the same person. I mean, we, he's either been highly, highly manipulated or heavily blackmailed or one or the other or heavily intoxicated. Or cloned. With aspartame on top of that. I don't know. But, I mean, we've seen the stuff that he has said. We've seen the stuff that he has done. We've seen the stuff that he was very vocal about, that he was very adamant about, that he was extremely aggressive about. And he is about dang near flipped on about 99% of all those things that we elected him in the office for. So, but anyways, I digress. Another article here. I found so, okay, we have that. And uh, another aspect. Now, last clip is Trump being controlled by the international banking, the synagogue of Satan, essentially, international banking cartels. And that's because the synagogue of Satan, Zionistic uh, Jews, are the ones that have controlled the banking cartel from its inception the rothschilds being the first major banking family we're going to get a little bit into that um shortly here good to be with you guys today this is ted austin stepped away from the phone for just a moment he'll be right back with us and i just wanted to let you guys know that i appreciate you we're having a beautiful day down here in central florida and we're going to continue with the news. Last couple of days, we've had some really good shows that I've really enjoyed doing. And I hope you guys have enjoyed the last two broadcasts that we've done. Gotten a lot of email feedback from them, so thank you so much for all the positive support. Real quick story from Breitbart this morning. Donald Trump threatens Cuba with full embargo. Now, I have a friend of mine, Pastor David Crank, who just did a big preaching seminar type of thing for almost a week in Cuba last week. He said the island is desperately poor that people have a hard time feeding each other now, feeding themselves. He said that the island is absolutely just financially destitute. Now, Donald Trump is threatening Cuba with a full embargo because they are saying they're continuing to assist Venezuela dictator Nicolas Maduro. Now, he made this comment on Tuesday. His quote was, if Cuban troops and militia do not immediately cease military and other operations, for the purpose of causing death and destruction to the Constitution of Venezuela, a full and complete embargo, together with the highest level sanctions, will be placed on the island of Cuba, Donald Trump wrote on a Twitter. Now, opposition leader and recognized President Juan Guaido of Venezuela urged for an uprising against Maduro as the United States voiced support for their effort. Armed troops clashed with Venezuela citizens rising against Maduro. Our CIA right now is absolutely involved in running a coup in Venezuela. They're doing everything they possibly can to overthrow Maduro. Now, why is this happening? The CIA is controlled by the Sabbatean Kambalists. Just the way it works. CIA, basically through organized crime, runs the United States of America with their 1,000 lily pad bases around the world. They're able to traffic drugs in and out of Afghanistan into the United States, generating approximately $1.5 trillion a year. Back in the 60s, the international crime bosses we're going to take him back in the 50s. We're going to take Cuba and turn it into a giant island like Las Vegas. They were bringing their casinos in. If you watch The Godfather, it talks about this in detail. Mm -hmm. The movie The Godfather it actually shows them in on the island back in the 60s, and trying to right there when Castro was having his uprising. And it's an interesting thing. In fact, uh, the uh, one of the uh, Corleones actually has to escape the island because it's being overthrown by Castro while he's there. Organized crime wanted Cuba. When they didn't get Cuba and the communists got Cuba, basically Cuba went right into the toilet. Uh, they can't feed themselves. They can't do anything there. It's absolutely awful what's happened in Cuba. Now, the sad part about all this stuff is now Trump knows that. And now, you know, Obama had opened up a negotiation with the Cuba, made it much easier to travel to Cuba. Trump, Donald Trump's already cracked down on that, and now he's threatening to do more. Why? 
The international banking community wants Venezuela, and they want Venezuelan oil. That's the purpose of all of this. They want to take the oil from Venezuela have the largest oil reserves in the world. Right. This is what their goal is. This is what they're planning on doing. And sadly, it's one of these things that if we don't wake up as Americans, we're going to be in another, yet another overthrow of another country. And see, Trump is controlled by them and works for them. So that's what this is all about. As we have already done with so many other countries around the world. With over 50 or so now since World War II, we've meddled in their elections. It's ironic to me that we say that Russia meddled in our elections for the 2016 campaign, which it did not. And now we know for sure we're meddling down there in Venezuela. And the sad part about this is, is that the people in Cuba are going to suffer with more sanctions, more imposed fines, penalties, or whatever he's going to do. And again, Donald Trump is doing the work of the Rothschild banking cartel in trying to overthrow Venezuela and now threatening Cuba with a full embargo. Guys, all of this stuff is absolutely nuts. In fact, right now in D.C., infrastructure talks, pathway to pay for $2 trillion package without raising taxes emerges. Now, first of all, this is stupid. We can't even build a wall for $10 billion, but we're going to raise $2 trillion package without raising taxes emerges. <laughs> this is just more lies and obfuscation. This is just more rhetoric from Washington, D.C. They know that we have bridges falling down, interstates with potholes all over them, and yet they're just going to go ahead and raise $2 trillion. Why don't we do this? Since, we're going to, since Trump has issued a $1.2 trillion budget for the Pentagon for next year, why don't we just take that money, at least two-thirds, three-quarters of that money, and use it for the infrastructure and let the Pentagon people just deal with the equipment they currently have Instead of building more space-based weapon systems, underground cities and underground underground bunkers for the elite, why don't we do that? And it's sadly, again, it just shows you that Donald Trump is completely and totally being controlled. I've got a friend of mine who's a pastor who works on the uh, pastoral advisory committee for the White House, and he basically is beside himself. He doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know what to say. He just sits there and goes, well, it'd be better if, 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 it was, if, if Hillary Clinton was, you know, president right now. All we'd have is we'd basically be, in, you know, in martial law and we'll all be arrested already. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. What difference would it have made at this point with our guns being seized through red gun flag, gun, red flag gun laws? No ball, you know, migrants pouring across the border and nothing being done. Another key to Cuban news agency. From Breitbart, these are Breitbart articles I have all posted on the Health Masters website, Cuban news agency, John Bolton, a warlock, a neo-Nazi of the purest strain. Now, now somebody's got something right because he's a Kabbalist. Now they're calling him a warlock. That's and so is Trump, and he surrounds himself with Kabbalists. He, surround, he, he surrounds himself with synagogue of Satan, Zionistic Kabbalists. And I don't mean Zionistic, meaning they think that Israel has their own right to their own homeland. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm going to give you the, the, the true goal and definition of Zionism a little bit later. John Bolton is. He's another neocon war hawk is what he is. Cuba's government-run radio, Reju website, published a commentary Monday referring to American security advisor John Bolton as a warlock and a neo-Nazi for his opposition to the uh, Castro regime. <laughs> the column titled John Bolton, Sinister Godfather of Helms Burton, appeared to be an attempt at a biological feature, biographical feature in the context of the Trump administration allowing lawsuits against corporations that profit from property stolen from Americans during the Cuban Revolution. Guys, this is really interesting. Again, 
Trump's allowing these lawsuits from property that was stolen from Americans during the Cuban Revolution. Guys, these are the casinos. These are the hotels. This is the property that was taken that they're talking about right here. Again, another front for the international banking cartel. Austin, I'm going to give you about five minutes, six minutes, or whatever. i got to make a real quick phone call. What do you think and what's your next story? Absolutely. No, and the one thing about it that a lot of people don't understand is that Venezuela has turned into such a hot spot primarily because of our economic sanctions and our brute force as far as monetarily that we have done to that country. Granted, they have been a socialist country, and there's no doubt about it. Their policies have failed in the past, and they're not exactly what I would call up to par <laughs> with a healthy area even before that. But what you have to look at is majority of the the aspects of Venezuela is they were fairly self-sufficient with their oil exports. You have to remember, Venezuela is the largest oil reserve country in the world. Do your research on that. You will find that out very quickly. Has it ever come to anybody else's uh, you know, senses that we take over the Middle East? We control all the oil wells. We take over other areas. We control all the vast resources. We take over areas of Africa. We take over all their resources. We take over areas of South America. We take over all their resources. The reason why is the military, the U.S. military and the U.S. government is used by these globalist bankers to do the bidding and to control every aspect of every natural resource in the world. That's why there's been so much fodder about North Korea for the last 10 years. Granted, I'm not siding with North Korea and saying they're a great country because they're not, but it has been guaranteed on numerous occasions by researchers and everybody who has gone into that country that they are sitting on trillions of dollars of natural resources, including gold, diamonds, silver, platinum, etc., that has been why there's been such an issue to invade that country. Right. But again, there's been a lot of other flack that we've been dealing with, with South Korea, with China, with Japan, with that whole area over there. So it seems to be that the next plan and the step is to try to take over Venezuela, which they've been doing for the last 10 years via economic sanctions. Remember, a lot of this stuff started when Chavez wanted his gold. He demanded a huge, huge, vast amount of his gold that the United States was holding. And of course, by the time the gold actually ever was even uh, remotely starting to come back, even part of it, he died. So it's very odd to me that where did all the gold go? That's my question. Where, I mean, it was, it was hundreds of tons of gold that he had. I mean, it was a massive amount of gold that he had basically stored up from all the oil and everything that he had sold down there. Then, of course, the United States has put on sanction after sanction after sanction after sanction to completely cripple that, co that country. So lest you believe that all these individuals in this puppet regime down there are the ones that have ruined that country, that's the narrative that the mainstream media likes to portray. The mainstream media never talks about the sanctions that the United States has placed on Venezuela for the last decade to intentionally cripple the country and bring them to ruin and not even have their citizens eating anymore. That's the reality that's going on in Venezuela. So now it's getting worse and worse and worse. So, of course, now Cuba's involved. Now we're going to cripple that country again. Again, which I had a friend that went down there uh, last year, last year on a cruise, and um, 
Cuba's disgusting. I mean, they're all running around in like 1960s cars that are all parted together. There's raw sewage out on the beaches. I mean, Cuba's Cuba's disaster now. It used to be a beautiful, beautiful country. But again, this is the policy of the United States. Once it can't control the regime, once it can't control the dictator, the president in power, it sanctions them into an oblivion. They've done the same thing with Russia. They've done the same thing in the Middle East. They've done the same thing with North Korea. They've done the same thing in Venezuela now. This is the policy. So there's a high probability that there is going to be some type of ground war in Venezuela with the United States, especially now that Russia has significant amount of contractors, and China apparently also has contractors on the ground in Venezuela. And that, I think, is the only reason why the United States has not sent in a massive ground force yet. Because, I mean, it's been rumored they already have special ops down there. I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty much been known for the last two years. But again, having 100, 150 SOCOM boys down there and having 20,000 United States Army infantry is a real, real big difference, especially from a global political viewpoint and a public relations standpoint. So. Right. They're doing everything they can to get that country destabilized as far as possible. So they'll say, listen, we have to go in. We have to do a ground invasion because it's for the humanitarian cause. It's to help the people out. It's to liberate Venezuela. Ah, There's the term they love to use. We're going to liberate the Venezuelans. That's what they want to hear. They want the American population to hear that. So then they can come in, put a central reserve bank that's controlled by the Rothschild boys and control and dominate the entire oil supply in that country. So just some interesting stuff to see with that right now. And as Dad said earlier, it's interesting how we always see these insane numbers come out that they want to spend on all this stuff. And as we do know, the immigrants, the illegal immigrants coming across the border in Mexico has not slowed down at all. It's actually increased in the last couple months I talked about before. Now the Department of Defense has said they have now started – they are spending a new uh, new little budget on a little project they have down there. Because remember, remember a couple months ago how our U.S. military was going down to the border. They were going to stop those giant hordes of migrants that are coming across, those caravans. They were going to stop them. We were putting military on the border. They were going to stop all of them. We have no more people coming in the border. Yeah, well, apparently there's a new light shed on what's really going on now. The Department of Defense just announced they're spending another $7.4 million on troop mission at the United States-Mexico border. Whoa, okay. So we're, we're spending money to send troops down there. I got it. Okay. But it's not what you think it is. This will entail feeding and caring for the migrants that have crossed the border. The mission will involve sending 320 more U.S. troops to the southern border to help Customs Border Protection and ICE take care of the migrants who already crossed the border. Aside from helping to feed and care for the migrants, the department mission will also include busing and transportation border crossers in the U.S. Federal officials made clear the troops will not perform any law enforcement function. So essentially, we have our United States military troops now are going to be highly paid, highly trained chauffeurs. The DOD personnel will assist in driving high-capacity CBD vehicles to transport migrants, including providing heating, meal distribution, and monitoring the welfare of the individuals that are illegally in this country. I have that on there. DOD personnel will not perform any law enforcement functions whatsoever. So essentially what they're going to be doing is now 
They're going to be down there to make sure that all the migrants get into the country safely, that they're fed, they're taken care of, and then they're transported to all the other country or all the other cities whenever they do their catch and release program. As I talked to you guys about last week, El Paso was forced to absorb 2,400 illegal immigrants in one week alone because they did not have any other cities to dump the massive amount of them in that are coming into the country. So what they're doing now is as soon as they get into the country, they're not even trying to stop them. They're not even doing anything. They immediately come in. They bring them into these refugee camps. They feed them. They give them new clothes. They make sure they have supplies. They give them a court date that they're supposed to show up to in the next couple years now because it's so backlogged that they're supposed to come in for their, their immigration hearing. And then they say, okay, so here's food. Here's a prepaid debit card. Here's some clothes. Here's your court date in three years that you need to show back up to. And now we're going to bus you over to El Paso with another 2,400 of your buddies. And uh, you guys just need to go ahead and make sure you stay out of trouble. Don't do anything you're not supposed to do. And uh, here's some money and more food. And, um, you know, enjoy your time in the United States, and we'll see you again in three years. That is exactly verbatim what they are doing now. And the U.S. troops are being forced. The U.S. troops are being forced to engage in this and help them and actually be complicit in allowing border migrants to come in. You've got to think about this for a second. If you're in a country that's, I mean, falling apart, let me be honest with you, you're in Venezuela, you're in Honduras, you're in Mexico, and you're, you're in a whole, I mean, you're, you're in Juarez, Mexico. I mean, yeah, it's whew, war zone, baby, full-blown war zone half the time down there. And you hear, dude, if you make it up to the border and you cross over the river, when Border Patrol catches you, they're going to take you to housing, they're going to feed you, they're going to keep you warm for three days, they're going to give you clothing, they're going to give you a prepaid card, then they're going to bus you to the city where all of our other buddies that already made it for the last six months in El Paso and they're going to bust you over there and they're going to give you papers to come back in three years to go to your immigration hearing, which you don't even have to go to. They don't even care. They're not even going to look for you if you don't show up. You know what my response would be? Where do I sign on the dotted line? Let's go. Grab a jug of water. Let's make it. I mean, what, what, what is the downfall? There is no downside to this at all. And it boggles my mind that they're getting them in here and they're catching and releasing them. The policy that I've never understood, and Trump said this many times that he was going to do it, but he never did it, is that when they get here, we're going to send them back. They're going to make it across the border. That's fine. You got across the border. Congratulations. Goodbye. You go back on an AC-130 transport and you go back to your country of origin. That's what was supposed to be done. But apparently now we're not doing that. We're going to spend millions of more dollars to send more troops to the border to be highly paid, highly trained chauffeurs. This boggles my mind, and we wonder why the immigration problem is literally exploding on an exponential base in the United States now. Because when you see reports like this, come on, this, this, this one from this on Breitbart, this is national news. So do you, lest you believe the rest of the world doesn't see these articles and doesn't realize what they're doing, uh, they do. Hence why the immigration, the illegal immigration rate is exploding in the United States this year, Dad. You know, Austin, People are talking about the collapse of the empire. That would be us. It's being yeah. orchestrated in slow motion. I mean, they're doing it right now. I mean, you know, I've, we've got friends who are on alternative news and radio. They're talking about a full imminent invasion from the south as far as with, you know, mercenaries, which could be very well coming into the United States and being given EBT cards and, you know, prepaid cards and telephones and a bus ride. I mean, <laughs> they could go to their local cells and pick up their weapons. I mean, you, you, you don't know what's going on down there. You know, people are saying that we're about to have war with Venezuela. And if we have war with Venezuela, you just you meaning, just think. Meaning once they get over the border, 
there are terrorist cells and there's cells already here that have weaponry and they'll be armed at the right time when they get the green light and everything goes hot so that the red dawn they don't have to bring weapons over the border is the whole point i mean if the globalists in america uh with the corrupt politicians and trump facilitating all of this he's he could have ended catch and release he could have done all of these things he's not doing any of it having far more come under under his watch even though that was the primary his primary campaign promise he ran under he's failing us in every way shape and form now at this point flagrantly and blatantly in your face but yet the conservatives you know he's i saw drudge said he's got like a 50 percent approval now or whatever um you know <laughs> it's all being done under his watch so now we've got all of our troops being sent to the border to be babysitters and to facilitate them from coming in because the border patrol is overwhelmed so they've got to send our own troops down there to make sure that we bring all these illegal alien invaders bringing all of their diseases and false religion and all the terrorists and you know you can you don't have to have any documentation just step one foot on the soil claim amnesty and you get all the goodies um all the child molesters that they're bringing in in the child sex traffickers and all the drugs and the drug mules and all these things and now our own our own government our own military is facilitating this and making sure that they're babysat right into uh wherever they're whatever city they're taking them into and this is this is where we find ourselves but see i can't say any of this because it's it's not pro-trump so i need to keep my mouth shut and act like it's not existing we have an influx of illegals coming into the country through the southern border wait until we start a war in south america Wait until the United States starts a war. It will be 10 times as many immigrants going yep. across the border. The same thing that happened in Syria, that happened in <clears> Africa. <throat> when everybody starts seeing and smelling the blood in the water, they're all going to start coming to the United States even more than they are right now. And quite frankly, we cannot handle this infrastructure attack. Maybe that's why they want to put $2 trillion in infrastructure, Austin, because they know they have to do all of this now to support all of the Democrats they're bringing in from the south of the border. And it doesn't matter if they're Democrats or not because the diebold election machines are just, you know, are hacking all the elections anyhow. It doesn't make any difference. All they want to do is destroy the country and bring in a new world order, new world government. This morning I was talking to a friend of mine, a radio talk show personality, and he basically told me, he's, well, I'm not interested in any of this stuff about the international banks and what they do. I don't care about any of that stuff. And I'm like, okay, okay, yeah, that's fine. You know, he doesn't want to talk about it. And I'm like, okay. But you see, you can't take that out for anybody yeah. who's cognitive of what's going on and see how the international banking card, that's why that book that that, um, that was written, Operation Gladio by Paul Walker, by Paul Johnson, is Operation Gladio, the unholy alliance between the CIA, there we go, the mafia, and the Vatican. The three organizations working together along with the high-level Masonic Lodge people. It's all being done right now with organized crime to take over the entire planet. They want a criminal planet. It's not prison planet. It's mafia planet. <laughs> mafia planet. And that, that's what they want, organized crime, because they control everything through their drug distribution. They want to turn the United States and have another opium war with the United States and have the United States turn into a giant country of drug addicts. Oh, that's right. They've already done that. Hence, we have 100 million people in the United States that aren't working, that could be working, because we, quite frankly, they can't pass their drug test. Maybe not 100 million, probably 50 million. It's just crazy to me. Plus, on top of all that, think about this. The Border Patrol is releasing thousands of immigrants into the United States who have measles, who have mumps, who have diphtheria, yep. who have tuberculosis, 
I mean, I, I posted this on the website, on our Health Masters website. All of this stuff is happening right now as we speak. They're bringing a disease group of people into the United States. I mean, this is where it's coming from. And now some of the health agencies are actually saying the reason we have a measles epidemic is simple, because we're bringing in a bunch of people infected with the measles and mumps. Years ago, I did a talk show with a liberal host that I really regret having done. And we got into a huge argument about this. I mean, it was, it was like a screaming, shouting match. And I finally told him, I said, you have no idea what you're talking about. I said, you're not, you're wanting to bring people in without screening them for diseases, infectious diseases. I said, you can't do that into a country that has so many people that haven't, you know, been sick from any of these diseases in, in decades. You can't allow these people to come in. It's going to cause massive, massive problems. Remember, that swine flu, by the way, which has killed over a hundred million pigs again, globally, over a hundred million pigs, close to 200 million, uh, basically is running rampant now through Asia. Remember, it also changed and basically, how should I say, mutated back in around 1916, 17, 18, 19, and about 50 million humans died from it. I mean, this is some crazy stuff that we've got going on now with these biologicals coming across the border from Mexico, and nobody wants to talk about it. And I, and, I, and this guy was so inept. He's a, he's a flaming liberal. And I got on the show with him. I just So we have – he brought up just tons of good points, and that's why I wanted to play that, that clip there. So, he's one of the few places you're going to go to actually get the truth on Trump. The Alley Pack, which is the next and last report I'm going to be doing here, is another one you can go to. Uh, and this report is entitled, Trump's Fraud on Immigration Issues are Assuring that Permanent Powers Will Be Handed to the Democrats. And again, this is by William Gein, President of Americans for Legal Immigration, Alley Pack. And uh, it's Alipac, A-L-I-P-A-C dot U-S is their website. And they've got, I can't believe they're still on Facebook or Twitter, but they're on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, all the links are there. <clears throat> and um, this says, as unprecedented numbers of fake asylum seekers seeking illegal immigrants flood America due to President Donald J. Trump's catch and release presidential directives and numerous broken campaign promises on immigration issues, which we're going to get into, the Democrats are now gaining enough illegal voters to take full and permanent control of the White House, U.S. Senate and U.S. House, Supreme Court, and all future U.S. laws and policies. Remember, from, from what I had seen before, they want to try to bring in, it's like uh, millions upon millions upon millions in the next year to two and that's going to be enough to tip anything ultimately they said they wanted to bring in like you know 300 million or something or some unbelievable number which would like double our population i mean it's, it's insane it's absolutely insane but again you know satan never gets enough so this shouldn't really surprise us president trump's campaigns campaigns like a populist but governs like a globalist and has conducted a great bait and switch and fraud upon the American public regarding the immigration issues American voters list as their greatest concern. Each night, the thousands of illegal being assisted into America by the U.S. Border Patrol and the Department of Homeland Security, and now our own military, as we've seen, increases the t chances Trump will lose the 2020 and Republicans lose control of the U.S. Senate because there are no safeguards to prevent illegals and non-citizens from voting in the U.S. elections. In fact, they're encouraged to do that. But see, that doesn't matter because he's just an actor playing a role. That's all it is. Even if he's in there for another four years, it's, it's window dressing, his whole everything. 
there is simply a yes or no box on the voter registration forms and the dmv display screens asking are you a u.s citizen anyone who says yes gets a voter registration card because no government agency checks the federal citizenship databases on the country state or federal level so any illegal alien can vote in other words non-citizen voters are already putting democrats in power in many states countries and districts without the slightest hindrance or knowledge by the government employees and elected officials there's a link to that report there we know from the example of reagan's disastrous 1986 amnesty how non-citizen illegal democrat voters turned the once republican state of california into a permanent socialist democratic stronghold we also know from numerous surveys and observations that non-citizens vote overwhelmingly for the democratic party candidates due to race-based identity identity politics and access to government benefits from our zombie federal government our zombie federal government should have ceased to exist financially sometime before the year 2001. No American individual or business would be allowed to go into the levels of debt our government has entered, uh, where they now print more money through the process called quantitative easing. It's just printing money out of thin air with nothing backing it. Our American zombie government is still alive, animated by printing money and foreign debt socialist debt masters who keep the corpse animated as we the people of america read and whore each day about how our zombie government fails us and doesn't want to do the things we want like protecting our borders and repelling illegal immigrants while doing lots of things we hate like lying to us and spying on us all the time donald j trump has become the latest liar in chief to occupy the white house after conducting what is perhaps the greatest fraud of all upon the american people who desperately who tried desperately to elect someone who says the things which are needed to save America and Americans. But it was all lies and lip service. And while many American patriots are fighting hard to educate more Americans about Trump's broken campaign promises and hold Trump accountable and pressure him to honor his promises and to stop the soon-to-be-released Jared Kushner craft amnesty bill, the Kabbalist, um, his son-in-law Jared Kushner, many Trump supporters fill the cyberspace with excuses for Trump. Oh, that's why I hear that all the time. Oh, he just can't do a thing about it. Lots of ever-Trumpers claim that the president's hands are tied by Democratic and lower court judges. While it is true that some lower court judges have made wild political rulings directing the president to release illegals with minors in their care after three weeks, there are not court orders mandating the presidential directives of catch and release. Catch and release is an insane presidential directive from the Bush and Obama administrations, which Donald Trump promised to end if elected. Trump could end catch and release today with a phone call simply by ordering our border patrol to stop releasing illegals and quickly repatriate them to Mexico or their country of origin, which would start fixing this whole problem instantly. It wouldn't fix it for what's been let in, but it would stop the flow because word would get out that they're not getting in anymore. And, you know, you have enough troops at the border, you can actually have the troops on the border while the wall is being built. But see, that's not going to happen. America is not under the rule of lower courts, and the executive branch under Donald J. Trump is under no onus to honor lower court rulings when it comes to his execution of the existing immigration and border laws passed by Congress. Only the U.S. Supreme Court and a two-thirds vote by Congress have the power to override presidential policies. And it is time for all of us to end this pretense that American laws, policies, and citizens are subject to Obama-appointed activist judges. Catch and release is not a law and is not a court order. It is a presidential directive sustained by President Donald J. Trump all by design because he's a puppet on a string and an actor just taking orders from his synagogue of Satan handlers, his Illuminati handlers. At this point, America should seriously consider demanding the U.S. Border Patrol be withdrawn from the border 
that's an interesting fact because it might slow illegal immigration down since the border patrol is currently acting like uber drivers picking up illegals from where the drug cartels dropped them off and now our u.s military will be joining to help them do that because trump is taking such a hard stance on keeping all those invaders out even though he's done everything to incentivize them coming here and that's exactly why they are coming here which i've pointed out many times and i will point out again there are even reports that illegal aliens are getting angry at how long they must wait for border patrol to come i mean do you believe the audacity of these devils i mean this is unbelievable i pray to god their souls be saved but i mean these people are for the most part evil i'm sorry they're doing something illegally coming here and then they come here with an attitude and get angry because they must wait for border patrol to come and carry them to their new lives work permits and socialist state benefits in america more and larger illegal alien caravans are forming because president donald j trump is letting them into america while attempting to mislead his followers on the issues trump falsely told america he was ordering dhs to repel the caravans he later claimed that they had stopped the caravans but the caravans were only stopped at the mexican border so they could take them into america in groups of 60 to 100 at a time i believe this was done because cameras catching a large group of illegals proudly breaking through the gates of America, as they did in Mexico's southern border, could be enough to finally ignite a political revolt against Trump and the globalist agenda he serves. Remember, they have to craft all of this. They, they, have, to, they have to soft pedal it. They have to whitewash it. And, and it's a process. So they're not going to let them all in at once, but they're letting them in by the thousands every day. These illegal alien uh let's yeah these illegal alien caravans are trump caravans coming to america for trump's catch and release amnesty policies if you listen to trump carefully and read his numerous treats you tweets you will see trump blaming mexico democrats judges anyone and everyone else but himself for these outrages at the border trump wants us to believe it is everyone else's fault and responsibility but his own when in truth the illegal immigration buck stops with trump the president of the united states is commanded by article four of the u.s constitution protect to protect all states from invasion and president donald j trump is obviously not doing that and failing us and lying to us every single day the top 10 list of trump's broken campaign promises number one now this is all linked so you know i, I still have people emailing me saying that you know i'm a devil for going after trump fine you know they can't refute anything i'm, I'm telling them they can't refute one thing it's just that it can't be so because god put him there or whatever other belief they have that trump is this man of god if he a, a tree is known by its fruit jesus christ said that and his true his fruit is beyond rotten at this point he is systematically the directives he's put in place are destroying this country at an accelerated rate like the which we have never seen under any other dictator in chief that we've had in office there nobody could compare first one of top 10 this is just 10 list of trump's broken campaign promises number one trump reversed his campaign position of reducing illegal immigration levels and now supports raising um these immigration levels according to state of the union speech of february 5th 2019 there's a link to that report trump also signed a legal immigration increase of unskilled h2b visas in the amnesty containing secret budget bill house hj resolution 31 uh, which is the one that uh, I believe was the one that also had that section 224A, which I'll get into in a second. Anyway, new reports indicate that his son-in-law, Jared Kushner's new immig immigration legislation will contain more um, legal immigration increases that will harm American workers. So he's just doing everything he can do to destroy the country at this point. 
and again everything that we're talking about here there are links to the actual stories almost everything there are links to the actual stories where this took place to prove what we're saying is true we're not lying to you number two second promise he broke trump promised caravan illegals could not come into the united states but caravan illegals are allowed to enter under trump's catch and release directives there's a link to that three trump promised to end obama's unconstitutional daca amnesty on his first day in office trump continues daca amnesty giving deportation protection and jobs to more than 700,000 illegal alien invaders in violation of existing federal laws four trump promised to oppose amnesty uh trump endorsed amnesty legislation hr 4760 signed and signed the amnesty for illegal immigrant minors in a, in the secret budget bill and I believe that was also the uh, HJ Resolution 3.1. There's a link to that. And he tweeted he was open to larger amnesty on January 20th, 19, 2019. So that was just, you know, like, you know, not even five months ago. And has deployed his son-in-law, Jared Kushner, the uh, Kabbalist, to, to cut a deal with Democrats to give amnesty to millions more of illegal aliens. And and again, this is when he uh, Trump signs the amnesty bill encouraging illegal immigration child trafficking and caught lying about the caravans section 224a prohibits the deportation of anyone who is sponsoring this prohibits the deportation of anyone sponsoring an unaccompanied minor illegal alien or who says they might sponsor an unaccompanied illegal alien or lives in a household with an unaccompanied illegal alien or a household that potentially might sponsor unaccompanied illegal alien so anybody could come here and claim any of those things they claim amnesty they claim any of those things i don't even think they have to even do do this at this point from what i'm seeing but it, it is there he did sign the legislation so they're making it as as uh, they're incentivizing illegal alien hordes to come here like probably no other country in the history of mankind has ever done and it's all under Trump's watch and all the, the vast majority of the Patriot movement thinks he's doing a great, wonderful job. And again, is this part of the strong delusion? God said, I mean, is it part of that? Because it's really scary to me when, you know, the Patriot community will not look at whatever you put in front of them for the most part. Five, Trump promised an executive order to end birthright citizenship for illegals to rally his base just before the 2018 elections but no order has ever been issued six trump promised all illegals including daca recipients would go home but now trump supports amnesty via hr 4760 and hj resolution 31 which allows most illegals to stay seven trump promised the dhs would clean up election fraud when he canceled the chris kobach led commission on electric elections integrity but no dhs action has ever been taken eight Trump promised to end sanctuary cities. No action on that has ever been taken. And now Trump delivers more legal aliens to Democrat strongholds where they will receive maximum taxpayer benefits and protection from deportation. So he's, I mean, man, he is, if anybody's serving Satan on this planet right now, it's Trump, from what I can see. Nine, Trump promised to end catch and release of illegals. Catch and release has never been ended. It still continues. 10, and this is an update um, from February 18th, Trump signed emergency order. Trump said that he would declare an emergency and will have the military build the wall. Yeah, no action till uh, till February 18th, 2019. And Trump's border wall promise remains 90% broken. It's probably more than 90. And the thing is, is what, what does it matter? They're just coming in where the wall's not built. They don't, 
they're not going to build the wall, guys. I mean, if they do, it's going to have to be after they're already all here. And we're already taking over. It's not going to happen. You know? As you can see, these 10 painful facts above, President Donald J. Trump is conducting the largest fraud ever committed upon the American public. While his base cheers him on. We thought we were electing another president, Dwight D. Eisenhower, but we got another George W. Bush because he's far worse than Bush as far as I'm concerned at this point. Because Trump's immigration policies and legislative agenda are very similar to the Bush administration. What I'm saying is that they're accomplishing more under Trump than they've ever done under any other Illuminati president ever. We need all Americans to come to terms with these betrayals and begin to organize rapidly to defend against these policies and the new legislation amnesty push coming from the White House. We all need to fight illegal immigration, amnesty, and the North American Union harder than ever before and inform as many uh, remaining Trump supporters as possible about how they have been used and lied to by the Republicans once again. With lifelong Democrats like Jared Kushner and Ivanka Trump running the show in the White House and espousing plans to run for president, as Democrats one day make us, uh, many of us wonder, was Trump ever really a Republican at all or merely an actor playing a role of the Judas goat leading conservatives to our doom? Please support our efforts by circulating this article and contributing to our efforts to get the truth out. And they give their think there. That's all I'm gonna. That's all I'm gonna do for today. I've got a little bit more formatted, but um, I think I'm gonna save it until next week where I can maybe do try to do more of a dedicated study. But it, it kind of depends on what I can cover. Um, so God bless you, and Lord willing, we will see you in the next study next week. God bless.